Hello, everyone. Welcome to Hashtag First TV, week 147, the Homos Talk Show. I am Chrissy Marie from Cleveland, Ohio, here with my good friends who will introduce themselves, starting with Aaron Mack. Hey, everybody. Social media family, I'm Aaron Mack, and I am here. Also, I do live in Cleveland, Ohio. I'm from many places, so I like representing that as well, but I live in Cleveland, Ohio. All right, and we're glad to have you on uh, Hashtag Verse TV, Aaron. And who else do we have with us today? Jasmine, can you please introduce yourself? Um, Jasmine from Houston. Uh, hey, everybody, how are you? Hey, and we also have with us Mr. Basic Complexity himself. Kevin, can you please introduce yourself? Hi, everybody. This is Kevin. I'm currently in Philadelphia. All right. And we have a lot of great topics today. So let's get this show on the road. Hashtag First TV, week 147. This first topic is called Games People Play. And it's coming from DoorTango.com. And the article is entitled, Five Psychological Games Men Play to Test the Women They Love. And the topic is, in addition to naming the three types of games people play to test their partner's love, Caitlin Kaiser explains that these tests may be performed to see if their partner will leave because of their flaws. Now, of the three tests, she mentioned some of the valid and invalid reasons for each test. Now, the three tests that she names are, first, if he fails to call you when he says he will call. The second, if he excludes you from the things that he's doing. And the third is if he tells everyone your business. And for these all three, we're, we're gonna go one at a time uh, around for each of the three. The question is for a partner of yours, what is an acceptable and an unacceptable reason for them to test you like this? And we'll start with the first one and I'll go first, just to sort of show how we're doing it and then we'll just go in whatever order. So for this first one, if he fails to call when he says he will, for me, something, an acceptable reason for that is if something actually happened and he, 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 he is to be honest, you know, and if everyone can mute their mic, everyone mute your mic, and the key is to be honest, okay, and don't don't just make up some excuse because I, I can tell. And one thing that bothers me is when somebody lies about something and I know it, like I, I, I just have a sixth sense to pick things up. 
anyway, and an un and ex unacceptable excuse again is if it's something that you pretend something happened or you just forgot. Now, whoever wants to go next can go next and we'll take it on one at a time. And this is the first question. I'll go. All so right. I'll have to agree with you there, Aaron. Um, the, the acceptable valid reason for not calling when a person says, says they're gonna call is if they have had an accident or you know, some type, it was some type of family emergency or something, or maybe they fell asleep or, you know, there's a lots of valid reasons. Um, those would be like the top though. Like it has to be like an emergency or, you know, they simply fell asleep or, you know, something happened that prevented, or maybe their phone died and they fell asleep while the phone was on the charger. It happens. Um, an invalid reason, is if, like you said, if they're lying and they just telling you that they're gonna call and they, kn they know they're gonna spin you, like they know they're not gonna call you back, then um, then don't call <laughs> at all. <laughs> you know, talk to that person that you were talking to or people. So that's, uh, that's the, the, the invalid uh, reason for me. I, I just want to interject right quick that what you just said uh, about them not calling that just that really got under my skin because it's like you say you're going to call just to sort of make me feel okay for a second and then you know you're not going to call like that. Right. That's Oops. inconsiderate, especially because we're all grown and most of us have schedules. So if I set aside some time uh, for you, when you say, hey, I'm gonna call you back at this time. And you know, if you know me or you even care to know me, you know what time I'm, I'm going to bed or um, if I have things going on because we've probably discussed those things, maybe possibly potentially we have. Um, um, so, you know, it's just inconsiderate of, uh, of other people's time and other people's energy that they set aside just for you. So that's just how I feel about that. All right now. Kevin or Jasmine? Um, I have to agree with pretty much everything she just said, um, both the valid and invalid reasons. Um, yeah, like she said, a uh, valid reason would be like a family emergency or whatever. Um, invalid reason would be pretty much the same thing she said. Um, my only, well, my biggest thing is if you're not going to call, just be straight up and tell me. Yeah, like, like don't try to patronize me. Oh, I was just listening to Bonnie Raitt. I, I can't make you love me, but but don't don't patronize me and lie anyway. Jasmine, it looks like you're okay. Yes, uh, sorry. 
had to clean up something. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, people, they do that, and, you know, I mean, sometimes you don't, but, like, I mean, somebody might do that for work, and they too tired, but, yeah, at least tell the truth, or if you're not, like, tell them you not, you can't do something, so you can, don't, they don't have to worry about you, you know, not doing something that you were supposed to, like, be held up to do you know we all have those things so at least tell them ahead or whatever and stuff like that and then it'll be like not a problem absolutely i i agree with everything everybody said oh right now and the second one which is if he excludes you from things that he's doing. Anyone can go now that we have the uh, rhythm of it all? Or I can just go. Okay, so my response to this, I said, yes, we had lives before meeting and just one, two, no, well, yeah, we had lives before we met each other. So just be honest with each other, honestly. And as far, so it's acceptable as, as long as we're being honest. I don't, I do X, Y, Z by myself. So can I continue to do that by myself? Yes or XYZ is something that I do anyway. Well, no, not really that one, but yeah. Now, what would be a problem is if you were trying to hide me from people because you were trying to cheat or something like that, or you, you were trying to hide drug use or something like that, that's not an acceptable reason to try to hide period next i have to agree with you there aaron uh and, and a valid reason to exclude someone um like i don't need to go with you to get your hair cut you know i don't need to go with you while you're playing basketball with the boys unless you want a cheerleader you know because uh, if I go there, I'm just cheer you on, of course. Um, you know, things like that. Like, of course, like we are, like you said, if you meet somebody and you make a commitment with someone and you are now partners, like in a commitment, um, of course, just being transparent about, you know, a schedule, you know, like, I don't know, like knowing somebody's every move is not really a necessity for me if even if i'm in a, a commitment especially if I, i'm in a commitment as long as i know that they're safe um and and really trust that they're going to be honest with me because honestly i'm I, I can tell when a person isn't anyway but um uh what would make it invalid is like you said, um, meeting up with somebody behind my back, um, having dinner with somebody behind my back or with the intent of cheating or 
you know, um, not really sticking to the commitment that you made within our partnership. So uh, that would be the only uh, invalid reason that I would, wouldn't find that acceptable. Jasmine, Kevin. I have to agree yes. exactly what she just said. Like, if I'm with you and you're not, or on some level, trying to hide me from other people, I have an issue with that. All right. And uh, yeah, I think as people from everything I've seen, people have things they going be not feeling good about to for work or relationship to, you know, hide and stuff like that. And I don't know, it's it's crazy, but yeah, you gotta watch out and make sure you care about them and they care about you enough because some 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 things as people you're not gonna be of course everybody knows all the way e equally like yoked on something so just be careful and do the best you can to observe the situation all right and last one is if he tells everyone your business, I don't want to go first again. Somebody, somebody take it. I'll go. Thank um, you. what is the thing? Um, if he tells someone your business, what do I do? Or uh, he tells <laughs> every everyone your business. Yes. Uh. I just, you'll just be shocked and I don't know, I wouldn't do nothing. It depends, but usually I wouldn't do nothing probably like most people, it depends on a thing, but I probably won't cause I am, you know, things happen and be like shocked and be like, oh, you know, someone's seeing in the shower and someone walked in, you know, some kind of shocking thing, but, but you know, for the most part, like it's, yeah. You you will be feeling some type of way like with situations that happen to people like when you're upset about something you will probably be thinking about it for a while but that's all I gotta say. All right. Well, I, I I'll go next. And as far as acceptable reasons for it, I echo what I said the first time that we both had lives before we met. So if your life included you telling everybody everything about yourself, then who am I to come in and try to, oof, sorry, Alexa is just so mouthy, even mouthier than my cat, but okay. Sorry, the key again always comes down to just being honest, just be honest with whatever. For example, I, I did have a boyfriend who did not like the fact that I 
I'm an open book, you guys. You know, I, I'm, I speak a lot to many people about everything going on with me, even the, uh, I don't do it quite as much as I used to, but that's not because I'm opposed to it. I, I just don't. And I, one of my exes really hated that about me, that I, I would get on the phone with my best friend and tell him everything that was going on, even in the bedroom. You know, we would talk about everything. And I remember one time he was, my ex caught me and he gave me that upset look that Ashanti gave in the video for Rain On Me when, when she was just something. And they gave that intense close up of Ashanti like that. And, and that's what it kind of felt like he was giving me for telling my best friend what I talked to my best friend about. But it's whatever. But again, we had lives before we met, so people just, oh, and also I did want to add, I don't, sometimes abusers will not want you to talk about the details of the relationship because they don't want other people to know. And sometimes what they will do, now this is not what happened to me by any means, but sometimes what people will do is they will get you to stop talking to your friends and other people so they can drag you away, not literally, but proverbially. So you have no contact with any of your friends, any of your family, just them, and they can abuse you as much as they want and you have no connections to anybody to get out and you're just stuck. So no, I, if you're the type of person to talk about your stuff, then you should be allowed to talk about your stuff, period. Can I say and something? Go for it, Jasmine. You was talking about interesting stuff. I was just going to tell you that people say they, they like that and everybody do, but they do. But some people, that's not like you, that's that they they wouldn't like certain things like that of course but somebody who's like really like you the open book thing they they gonna like that like anything else and also i was wanted to say um i kind of listened to somebody on the youtube they're just like you like that they're called um anton daniels it's like a very successful guy and he talks about a lot of interesting stuff and he's very successful and i like to listen to him he's just like you the open book <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Cool beans. All right, Jasmine, Chrissy Marie, or Kevin. Basic complexity. Okay. Um, and I don't know why I just drew a point. Okay, as far as if he, if he tells everyone your business. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. That case, then he would, to me anyway, he would kind of seem DL. <laughs> and 
Yeah, I'm not with it. Uh, hmm. So, so if you shared your business with everybody, you, you would have a problem. What what if he shared the business between the two of you with everybody? Um, what if he was the one who overshared or just shared a lot? I would have a serious issue with that. Really? Okay. Because if he goes around sharing my business but doesn't want me to say anything about his, that's kind of a double standard. Yes, that would be. It's not necessarily saying, though, that he is saying that you can't share his. He just shares a lot of your stuff. But yeah, maybe but he, he, uh-huh. the way I say it's 50 50. Okay. If you share my business, you can't admit if I share yours. Well, there you have it. Chrissy Marie. Well, the only instances in which I would find sharing my business as valid is uh, number one, if it's an actual business venture. Uh, number two, uh, if it weren't, uh, I'd, I'd like to be present. Um, I'd like to be present. Um, otherwise, all of my personal business, that's not okay. I'm not okay with that. You know, I'm a, I'm an open book as well, you know, and nobody can tell anybody else about me better than I can. So, you know, if, you know, it's, it's kind of just like what you were saying, uh, Kevin, it's kind of like underhanded. It's like, you know, kind of like shady actually doing something like that. You know, you kind of like trying to throw some salt in the game or something by telling, like, if that's the case, if you want, if like, it's okay, like you said, Aaron, if you have a friend that you tell everything to, um, that you just confide in, because you know that this person isn't going to, you know, spill all your tea in the streets, then that's okay. But if you're just going around telling everybody everything about your partner, that's not okay. That's not (laughs) That isn't okay. Maybe, uh, you know, I mean, unless they're good things, you know, but even still, you can't tell everybody everything, you know, because people want what you have. <laughs> so you can't do that. Uh, so that's the, the only instance in which it would be valid for me are those two. So if it's a business venture and you're sharing my business venture with other people uh, for, you know, for me to, to get that bag. Um, or, uh, if I'm present, if we're talking about, you know, amongst friends and we're talking about things such as right now, you know, different topics that include our personal life. Can I piggyback on what she said? Go for it. 
Um, all of that was right what she said, but um, I think um, I don't know, not really relationship, but I think everybody kind of does that, talking about whatever, whatever certain things about like their how do I say it, it relationship or past or something dealing with them, and they. You know, certain things that you don't, but something about it, they they kind of do in the course of person, the things that them or certain people are going to be excited over, they're going to spew. But like, if it's a situation, of course, vice versa, as a person, when they just like, because there's different ways to talk about people, if you're going to be messy, and you can, you know, no one knows about, you know, the situation of the person better than you. But if it's all accurate, that won't be the case because you're not you're not leaving out something somebody can add. But you know, that's all I want to say. All right. And that wraps up that topic. And the next topic is Supreme Court Justice nominee. Good time. Ms. No, Judge Katanji Brown Jackson, who is nominated to the U.S. Supreme Court. And this is our In My Mind segment. So it's just whatever is in your mind about this topic, as well as huh, how does it personally connect to you. Now with this, they can kind of both meld together unless personally connect to you is going to be, oh, she's my good friend, you know, but go ahead. I will wait three seconds. All right. So I will go first and say, first of all, as far as Judge Ketanji Brown Jackson, Dr. Boyce Watkins, who I watch from time to time, even he, not even he, but he says that she is a good choice and both of her parents are educators. He particularly liked that and that's cool because both of her parents are educators and people when they're educator, educators, they value education and making sure that their child is educated. All right, that, that's a whole lot of education right there, right? Okay, e educated, educate, anyway. But uh, conjugations, but even though, yes, she didn't go to Howard University like myself and our illustrious Vice President Harris, she did go to Harvard, yes. And both of her parents actually went to HBCUs. And I, I, I think that's good. And okay, I, I, this will connect to me because, well, one thing that I've read, because many people have different, different opinions on different things. And one person posted, Black people are getting all excited about the election of 
her, Katanji Brown Jackson, but she hasn't even been, she's only been nominated. She's not in there yet. And she, she hasn't uh, voted in favor of one piece of business that benefits the black community on the uh, Supreme Court justice stand. So why are you all getting so excited? And I, I understand what she's saying, but I, I don't really agree. One, I, and I did some research on this because I was like, that's true. She is the nominee, but what if everybody gets all excited and she's the nominee and then it just doesn't happen? So I was like, how often does the nominee from the president actually not get onto the Supreme Court? And that is very rare. So she's, she's pretty much in there, y'all. So cool. And as far as the, the, what she votes on, yeah, but let her get in there, you know? L let's see what she, how she votes, you know? She was elected by a Democrat president because of the fact that she would be one of the more liberal justices on the Supreme Court. It's my understanding of the, and forgive my civics knowledge people, but I think we have nine justices or maybe it's eight, but of the justices that we have, it's like five are conservative justices and she will be one of the three, um, the word isn't liberal, but the, the non-conservative side. So I, I, I think all of, all of that sounds really good and clicks with me. Anyway, next, I'm done. Well, since we're all taking so, so long to, to speak up, I, I'll throw in there. I also think it is super cool that she is a, a, a woman. And I, I think that's very important as well because we need that representation. Anyway, now I'm fully- um, I just wanted to add that initially, President Biden said directly, that if there was an opening for a Supreme Court judge, it would be an African-American woman because there's never, ever been one. Ever, no, and, and that's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, it is a big deal. It's going down in history. Yeah. And, you know, it's like a, a, a huge step for not not just women but women of color so you know and like you said Aaron we have to you know wait until she's voted in and uh see what types of uh what types of um topics she'll bring to the table what type of differences she'll make 
you know, what type of policy she'll bring to the table to help make a difference within minority communities. So <clears throat> I'm excited to see. Um, I'm excited to see because it directly affects, you know, your your local municipality. You know, it directly affects, you know, uh, the political change in, within your community. So. Um, I don't know too much about this lady, not as much as you do, but I'm I'm really um, big on, I have a lot of educator friends and I, I really think it's uh, definitely uh, impressive and honorable for somebody whose parents are both educators to step up for such a, you know, that's, that's, um, that's a good spot for you to be in, sis. Really good. Kudos to you. That's all I have to say about that. All right, Jasmine. Um, I just want to say that's good. I didn't know about this, but um, yeah, that's great. What's going on? The new president. Oh. Uh, okay. Cool. I don't know what else to say. Just <laughs> I don't know the what else to think about, sorry. No, you're cool, Jasmine. All right. And that brings us, oh, this is, the, this is gonna be the fun one. All right. Are y'all ready for some excitement? Now this, uh, section of In My Mind, and it will play a few times. You know, and I, I can leave it paused. And what, well, it it's not paused. Technically, that's the end of the video. But who would like to go first of this In My Mind segment? Again, I can if nobody. Okay, I'll go first. So at first, Seeing this, I was totally just, and, and this is actually an old, well, clearly it's an old video, <laughs> very old video, but this segment of this particular video has been shown before, but for whatever reason now it's starting to resurface again, like it's a new thing, but you know, everything is retro. And at first I was like, just, Team Nicole exclusively all the way. I, I love Nicole Scherzinger. She, she sings her tail off. 
She is such an amazing, underrated, and I, I don't want to say underrated because people don't know that she is such an amazing singer because the amazingness of her voice was not shown in the Pussycat Dolls. So I, I get it. But for them to be like, oh, remember that time at Melody out saying Nicole? I wasn't in, Melody did a very good job singing. She's a very good singer and they probably all are actually really good vocalists. For me, this particular clip just felt like good Christina Aguilera karaoke. That's just, that's just all it felt like to me. Like, oh, okay, cool. She, she did all of that, but whatever. But then I saw, as we see this post, do we see that? No. Yes, yes, we see this post is by my ex-husband, Raz B, ex-husband in my mind, Raz B. And when he posted it, he said, and y'all can actually read this. It says, I would do that every night on the Millennium Tour. So I, it softened my feelings about this for Melody because I'm like, well, that's my ex-husband talking about he would do the same thing. You know, but I kind of, as I was watching it, I was like, Nicole Scherzinger is, I, I said, somebody got cussed out backstage. I was like, somebody got cussed out after all of this backstage. But then I, I, I thought about it, you know, and in my softening, I was like, well, what if, because I, I, I loved one, ooh, what, Nicole Scherzinger is such a professional because when they started singing it and Nicole Scherzinger realized Melody was going to uh, step up and take her place, Nicole Scherzinger like had to look like, what? And then like she fell, <laughs> fell in line and took Melody's place. You know, and it's like, that's that's the professionalism of her because she not only knew her place, but she also knew Melody's place and went ahead and took it and then continued the steps. And at the end, when you saw Nicole Scherzinger like very blatantly, honestly, uh, elbow her a little bit at the end I was like, oh, wow. But the other part of me, I don't know what I'm hearing in the background, y'all. Jasmine, can you mute? Yeah. And, uh, but the, I lost my train of thought. Anyway, um, Nicole Scherzinger is an amazing singer. Melody did a wonderful job singing uh, that little piece that she sang. And I get it, at that time, Christina Aguilera was like the, ooh, 
I'm not even going to say that because Whitney Houston was still alive and doing well. Anyway, next. Oh, I just want to agree with what you said. I, you know, we were discussing this before the, we went we went live, Aaron, and I, you know, told you I was kind of on the fence about how the whole thing went down because I watched the video a few times, and definitely, uh, definitely, Melody did a good job. She really, she really, you know, did a really good job. Um, I saying. I don't know if I would choose that word. Um, you know, she 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 took the spotlight for a second, and that you know that's okay. And and uh, yeah, Nicole did kind of give her a nudge, like uh, this isn't your show. <laughs> so and she did it eloquently and gracefully, and confidently, like uh, simmer down. Just a little. <laughs> but, you know, uh, and it, it, it's funny to it's funny to watch women interact with each other that way. For real. It's just it is what it is. But, you know, I agree. She did a great job. And but I don't I don't agree that she out saying Nicole, I, I think that she took her little spotlight, that little bit of spotlight, which is good. Kudos for her. Good for her. Kevin, Jasmine. Yeah, I learned um, years ago that when the well, Puskadors were together, um, they were really seriously only three singers. The rest of them were just dancers. Mm. I forget who the third one was, but I know it was Nicole, um, Melody, and someone. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened. I, I don't know. I didn't really put, see it. But I mean, I like them. I like the video and stuff. And I mean, that's all I have to say. Now, I'm just, uh, can I just say this, Aaron, before you continue? So Nicole Scherzinger, she got it. So, you know, obviously she was able to branch off on her own and, and successfully, you know, Successfully, kind of. I mean, kind of. It was a, it was a chance, and but she got it though. Like she's got like the whole package without all the extra stuff. But you know, I don't know. Like I'm not really into like girl groups and like unless a trios, yeah, like SWV or something like that, TLC and stuff like that. You know. Um, you know, but when it, it comes into like that pop, poppy type of mixture, I don't know, like, I just can't really get into it like that. You know, like, I really believe like some people are meant to be solo artists. And she's definitely one of those people, like she could be one of those people with background singers. 
you know, she 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 could be a, a trio as the lead. You know. I I have so much to uh throw in with, with my follow-up. Um I I'll first say Kevin, but didn't on the Pussycat Dolls last album, didn't all five of them have songs where they sang solo like that was the the big thing because i remember one of the uh women did a remake of a song and i actually really loved it um i i can't think of it but but i remember like that was the whole point like all of them showed we can all carry a tune solo but um Chrissy Marie, as far as Nicole Scherzinger, I, I, I think it's unfortunate that I, I, I classify Nicole Scherzinger as one of the people that our generation slept on. One of the amazing vocalists that our generation slept on. Uh, Nicole Scherzinger, Jennifer Hudson, and um, there, there's often one more I, I, I can't recall right now. But we, oh, Jessica Simpson is another. Um, but we slept on some amazing vocalist in our generation. And Nicole Scherzinger being one of them, she is an amazing vocalist. And her work with the Pussycat Dolls does not showcase that at all. Like she's like, Broadway style, uh, amazing vocalist, but her, her popular music never shows it. Even, even when she did that solo song with T.I., it, it just, so, sometimes people have trouble like that. Anyway, but yeah. Oh, I, I wanted to throw this last one in just as a, a cute uh, what if, because I noticed when Nicole Scherzinger uh, gave Melody the little shoulder, like that Melody actually did a little more singing. And I was like, what if Nicole Scherzinger and Melody and, and the group had a discussion like backstage, like, hey, I want you all to show that you can sing. This is gonna be Melody's night. Melody, you go out and you take the spotlight and you sing, sister. And don't don't forget, you're, you're doing that whole last part. And maybe, and th this is the long shot, but what if Nicole Scherzinger uh, gave her that elbow to be like, don't forget, you have to do this too. You know, and it was all really just everybody working together. Or do you all think that's just uh, insane and, and you're shaking your head no, Chrissy Marie? Um, ideally, <laughs> we would all love that to be a, a happy ending. <laughs> we would all love that to be the story. <laughs> oh, sorry. But no. <laughs> It's not going to happen with a bunch of girls. It's just not. <laughs> and I don't know. It's just my opinion. I just, 
like, okay, now don't get me wrong. Like I don't hate on no, no other woman. Cause I'm, I'm secure with myself. So I know what I have going for me. So I don't need to, you know, you know, hate or throw shade on another woman, you know, cause people are quite capable on their own of uh, making themselves look a certain type of way, include myself included. I'm not excluded from that. Um, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> girl, we gonna go out there <laughs> and you gonna have this part. <laughs> and, and then what? <laughs> like it's, a, it's a group, it's they're a group. <laughs> you know, I mean, I know like if they were gonna do that, then you know, and I get it. You can't showcase every single voice of a group of girls of five voices um, in one song. Maybe you can, but they'll like have very short verses, all of them. And, you know, they'll still have to, you know, be harmonious with the chorus. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I just, I can't, I can't really see them having that type of conversations for going on i mean some people just be trying to snatch the wheel <laughs> snatch that wheel from jesus can i say something you know what i mean like i just i don't agree with that i don't agree with that but uh <laughs> You know, it's a it's a nice idea. Uh, <laughs> I hope. I hope. Yeah, positive thinking. <laughs> All right. Now Jasmine, go ahead. She's right. A lot of things I don't know. I, I don't know exactly, but no, I know with that the other thing, my other point, but the other point, because I'd be making that's just how I am different points with different whatever things you just find different points that whatever's random or not but like she's right about that like I think kind of like personally and and people like I think it's like a human thing some things you don't care about but some things you don't want somebody to win get that whatever the case get something because like you remember like that goes to show with remember that young scenes with the Michael Jackson in the Bob Brown group in the scene on um, family vacation, they were on the stage, those two families, that was cute. They were on the stage and they were trying to do better than the other one. And it's, you know, is is not gonna work all the time. But sometimes if you are a certain type of person or a certain type of weight, it will, you know, that won't be all me. <laughs> Right. Kevin, did you go? Um, no, I was just about to add just another example. Uh, female group, they all didn't sing it first, was Destiny's Child. Really, mainly the first album was Beyonce Lee. Um, Second album was Beyonce kind of lead and a little bit of Kelly coming in. And then third album 
um, all well, was just three of them at that point. But third and fourth album, all three members had a part. Since you brought up Destiny's Child, I will say, technically, from the very beginning, it was Beyonce on, on lead, because I, I still remember in high junior high, high school, when uh, the Word Up magazine that had the, the photos of all four women, and it was like, Beyonce, lead singer. Kelly Rowland, second lead singer. Latavia, female bass. Latoya Luckett, soprano. And because technically on their first album, like that, that song, No, 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 Kelly Rowland did still get the second verse in that song. And um, she had some uh, uh, with me. Oh man, see now I want to listen to that song. What, was but, Charlie Angels? Was that on that album too, or was that different? Oh, no, 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 no. Charlie's Angels was when they became a trio. That that okay. Kevin was talking about. Yeah. 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 There's like a, a delicate balance there with them. They're like they have a good balance, you know. Like I, it's hard to balance out a group of five women. You know, like it's, it's in a in a like how long, like how long are songs really? Like maybe three to five minutes. It depends on the song. Like it has to be something you want to listen to for more than three minutes. You know, and for a group of five, for them to you know showcase all of their talents and stuff. You know, I mean, I and this is just my opinion, but I I really think that Nicole Scherzinger was the strongest vocalist of the Pussycat Dolls, you know, and like she totally, she was like the total package, you know? and uh, you know, it wasn't, you don't really need more than what you need, you know, five is a lot. <laughs> five is a lot. Yeah. Two things, and uh, we, we're just going in on this topic, but but it's cool, it's, it's good. First of all, as far as Nicole Scherzinger, how many people remember that she actually started with the female singing group Eden's Crush, which was a total of five different women. And then she transitioned to Pussycat Dolls. But that Eden's Crush was one of those uh, competition groups that they formed on TV, like making the band thing. And um, also, as far as female singing groups and saying that, oh, well, five is a lot. Our Spice Girls did it in the song Wannabe. So I'll tell you what I want, whatever you They're the Spice Girls, though, Aaron. They're the Spice Girls. <laughs> There's a huge difference. Well, how? Because they were able to get every single person to sing lead just a little bit in their songs. 
Yeah, but like they they could all like they all have like their whole like even though that's the point of a of a boy band or a girl band for everyone to like have like some type of individuality that they can showcase Lucci. Sorry, Lucy's crunching the bone too loud. Um <laughs> but uh no, the Spice Girls, they weren't even an American. <laughs> they weren't even an American girl group. So they had an edge over a lot of people and they all had their, like, I like how they were all still like the Spice Girls. They just had their edge in front of Spice, you know, which to me made them very unique, you know, and, and made, made them all stand out. And they all had um, their own type of personality. And I like how their names fit their personality for the Spice Girls group. So they were all able to, you know, also, you know, get that delicate balance that I'm, I was talking about. You know, they, they actually balanced out pretty well. And, you know, they weren't trying to like upstage anyone when they performed. All right. So we are ready to turn off the live. Say goodbye to everyone on the live. Bye, y'all. Bye. The Homos Talk Show. Hashtag First TV. Chrissy Marie from Cleveland, Ohio. I'm Aaron Mack in Cleveland, Ohio. Jasmine from Houston. Kevin currently in Philadelphia. Hashtag First TV. On hashtag First TV. Week 147.